wish I had a whiteboard behind me because I'm really going to take you through this one, right? Mm-hmm. So as I told you before, the song I was getting ready to play was Ladies Night because of what we're going to get into or what we might get into. I don't know. I don't, I'm not a fortune teller like that. Um, <laughs> but obviously I was sitting home, at home yesterday and I said, man, this is going to be episode 23, mm-hmm. right? 23. If I had a whiteboard behind me, I'd write 23. Mm-hmm. Um, now the relevance of number 23 Mm. A great player known as Michael Jordan used to wear number 23. Mm. Um, he's great because, you know, he won 6-0 in the finals. The guy was just a monster, one of the greatest ever do it, the greatest ever do it, if you ask me. Um, now, the relevance of me bringing up Michael Jordan and taking you through a bit of his history there. Um, Michael Jordan had a movie come out called Like Mike. Maybe not Michael Jordan's movie, but, you know, Like Mike is supposed to be like Michael Jordan. Um, now, there was a song in the movie Like Mike, where the actors Bow Wow and his co-star in that movie, they sung a DMX song, Party Up. Um, and I was getting ready to wall that up, but then the second I typed in DMX, I said, Rahim, are you going to play DMX and not play X Gone Give It To You? Huh? That would be crazy. Be so that's how we land on X Gone Give It To You. I see. I see. Mm. I, see. I see how you did the match could- right now. I can't, like, I'm a scientist, I don't know what to tell you, I have a degree in this, and, uh, man, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. <laughs> um, huh. If you made it this far into the podcast, you already know who it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is your host, one of your hosts, 50% at least. Look at me, I'm still doing maths, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> 50% of your host at least, the notorious K.E.K., the young Keck of Veli, DJ Kex. Here back again. I'm joined with the host with the most, mm. for real. The guy who's never experienced being the tail. Mm. He only has experience being the head. Mm. He doesn't take else. Mm. He only takes learning experiences. Mm. 
<laughs> Podcast P. Tell him. Tell him quick. With so much drama on the BBC, it's kind mm. of hard being pod to the cast to the P, but I somehow, <laughs> some way, keep coming up with funny ass content like every Thursday. May. Yo, I, cut this whole shit. No, 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 hold on, hold on. I'm not done. I'm not done. May I take a little something for the hive and spit a couple bars as we breeze through track 23. I got Kex here with me and his mama ain't home. All right, we got fans in Malaysia and they're getting it on and they're going to listen till six in the morning. Six in the morning. Power to the people about to do maintenance. Yeah, yeah, we're going to rock that crack when it came in. It's yeah, me. so this is why you delayed us. Hmm? It's me. It's podcast P. We are starting like 30 minutes late because this nigga was writing bars. In... <laughs> I'm always writing bars. I'm always writing bars. My mind is always going. My, my mind be running like a runaway freight. <laughs> this nigga's not serious. I, these bars that I be serving up, I don't need a plate. Did you hear what I just said? No, did you hear yeah. what I just said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, you watch. I just go get my my soundpad. Let's yeah, start. Let's do it. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's get to work. This is the content they want right here. This is content. <laughs> man, this welcome in. Not serious. Welcome into another edition of the Two Star Nigerians podcast, man. We are. Mm. We're happy to have you. Thank you for joining us, man. We're happy to be here. Um. Track 23. Man. Track 23. Huh. I don't know about you. I know we're recording from home. This is a virtual episode. Um, I'm in the comfort of my bedroom. I don't know about you, man. I got my J's on right now. Mm. It's, it's 23, you know. Mm. We have to. Come on, it's only right. So it's only right, man. It's only right. How you how are you doing, my friend? How you feeling? How's your uh What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. Um, you know, obviously here in the UK. Today, the day that we're recording, it's Mother's Day. So, you know, shout out to all the mothers. But um, my mum really put me through it today. Mm. She really chose, she chose stress today. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she woke me up. No, okay, maybe she didn't wake me up. But the second I woke up and I saw her, it was just, Raheem, how do you want to vote this week? Do you want to vote through the polls or do you want to vote through letter? letter? I want to vote through letter, mum. All right, cool. Make sure you go send this to this person. Cool. Two minutes later, Raheem, I need you to take out the bin. Cool. Raheem, bring my present. All right, cool. But all day to day, from cooking, from cleaning, everything, everything. But, you know, shout out mums. Shout out my mum. You know, have a blessed day. Without you guys, we wouldn't be the men that we are today, the people that we are today. So hope you guys have had a great day. And on top of that, um, you know, whilst we're on the topics as well, Paul, I don't know if you're going to film me on this one. I, I really don't know if you're going to film me on this one. I just want to take a moment mm-hmm. to shout out all the firstborns that made their mums mums. For real, mm-hmm. for real. Um, mm-hmm. You know, without you guys, there wouldn't be mums out here. You feel me? There wouldn't be people being able to share that knowledge. We really have an important role out here as firstborns. So we just have to take that torch and carry on running with it. On That's the flip me. side, on the flip side, man, shout out all the lastborns who had to deal with the firstborn nonsense. <laughs> and they just be spewing nonsensical nonsenses. <laughs> now, nah, man, shout out all the mothers for real, for real. Shout out the mothers, all the mothering people, all the people who play mothering roles, all mm. the future mothers, all the previous mothers. Um, shout out to the people who have lost their mothers, whose mothers made up mm. with them, but whose mothers played, you know, just an impactful life, man. We just celebrate, really, we celebrate women. We celebrate women. Mm. Shout out to mm. every single one of you, the beauty that you exude on this planet. 
It's crazy. It's mm. crazy. It's, it's it's palpable too. Like, you know, we see we see the effects of what you know amazing women do in our societies, in our individual lives. Yep. So it's it's real, man. Shout out to each and every single one of you. You know, um, there's a famous street poet once said, man, shout out to single mothers who had to teach their boys how to work, put on rubbers. So it's, you know, there's a, there's another famous street poet who said, hey, mama, mm. I want to scream so loud for you because mm. I'm so proud of you. And mm. let me tell you what I'm about to do. Um, not, I'm not going back to school, personally. I'm done. Um, at all. God forbid am I going back to school <laughs> Oh man <laughs> How are you this week though, how are you? I'm good man, I'm enlightened I'm enlightened, mm. I'm enlightened uh, My fifth eye is open mm-hmm. fifth, My fifth eye is open once again mm. um, And you know, for the people who may not know me that well That basically just means I spent this whole past week listening to Erica Badu Oh man um, So oh, man. My chakras are aligned Mm-hmm um, the constellations are constellationing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in my orifices. Oh man, what's your third um, moon right now? Pardon me. What's your third moon right now? It's it's just three ticks left of Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Wow. But, but Saturn is rising. Oh my goodness! So we're in a oh really, my god. So we're in a really good place, and we're still mm-hmm. avoiding all accountability. So it's. <laughs> <laughs> Since you ever said faces of the moon, I can't. Uh, <laughs> you can't catch me. Like, oh, so I'm a I'm a Gemini. For I'm, I know I'm, what to tell you. I'm a Gemini rising Leo <laughs> Capricarius Aquaman. Like, fam. <laughs> Yo, someone I was talking to the other day must have said, "Yeah, no," but you can really tell. Like, I'm an int J personality type. For real. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's not a word. That, that is not a word. This is, yeah. I, I haven't read the whole dictionary in a while. I know mm-hmm. they updated, but I know that's not. Fam, that's not there at all. I promise you. I don't know what page you'll even try to go to. Uh, so someone hit me like, "You're such an Eve tap." I was like, "I'm a Nigerian. I'm a child of God." <laughs> I was like, God forbid. (laughs) Oh my god. Personality people are funny. Like Mm -hmm. it's just funny. Because they'll they'll be dead ass telling you exactly who you are. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, fam, I've known myself for 23 and a half years. Yep. I have no idea who I am. So you have known me for 23 and a half minutes. Telling me who I am is wild. <laughs> it's those ones where someone will be like, oh, what's your star sign? You're like, oh, I'm a Gemini. Yeah, I knew it. I knew, I knew it. it. You didn't even have to say. <laughs> That's how I started. Let me guess. That's how I started lying to people. They're like, oh, what's your sign? I'm, I'm a Leo. It's like, you are such a Leo. It's like, ha ha, I was born in July. I won that. <laughs> like, now you look silly. You, you look, look foolish. Silly. You look foolish. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Let me know because we really just offended like half of our half our I, audience. I don't care. I don't care <laughs> at me because how are you gonna say because I was born one hour on this side of a clock? My whole personality. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny? Yeah? Have you ever read mm-hmm. some of those like personality descriptions? Fam, yeah, I have. Listen, they're all the same. They're all the same, just worded differently. Yep. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's so true. Like, you woke up today for real. Like, Bro, 
Gemini, a typical Gemini personality is that they're, they're indecisive. It's like, oh, that's such a Gemini. <laughs> a typical Leo personality is that they can't really make up their mind. <laughs> like, yo, like, and people just get spun. People get spun. That is badly. so me. That is so me. <laughs> people, people be like, sorry, I was mad earlier, but now I'm good. It's just my Sagittarius in me. It's like, no, it's, your, it's a human personality. <laughs> it's like you work on yourself for <laughs> real. Like, just take 10 minutes a day to spot your Meditate, issues. Pray, just read. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yo, when's the last time you prayed for real? I know. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing this today. I would have come more prepared. I'm so yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> we were not supposed to delve in today. Nah, shout out to shout out to everyone. Yes, sir. Even my people getting out of the mud with those star signs. Mm-hmm. Some people make it serious money off. Some that. people are making serious money. I love the hustle. I respect it, man. <laughs> people is that's that's a belief for some people. Like we're we're joking around. That's a belief for some mm. people. So you're providing a great service. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Yo, telling someone what your star sign is and expecting them to tell you how your day is gonna go is crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really deep that people say, um, I'm a Sagittarius. Oh my gosh. All right, you're gonna want to avoid all honey oh, today. <laughs> Yo, don't drive on the right side of traffic Yo. today, I promise you. <laughs> you're a Sagittarius? Yo, don't put your shoes on today. Like I don't know what it is. There's just something weird about shoes in and uh, really listen to them. Like, oh. damn, I knew my horoscope told me not to wear shoes. And look at me now. <laughs> it's like, no, you put yourself in a toxic situation. What did you expect? Our Minnesota <laughs> audience is going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so much of our Minnesota audience is going to kill me. Sorry. Oh, Kidding. <laughs> it's a joke. JK, 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 JK. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, pool. <laughs> 20 minutes in what, what are we actually getting into this podcast man today 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 of all days today mm. is a good day yes it is um oh my goodness oh my goodness <laughs> 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 oh my god hold on <laughs> if the spirit of the lord is upon my soul i will dance like <laughs> I hate it. We should have recorded night. I don't know. What um, no, today we are celebrating women. Um, it's International Women's Month, as Kex alluded to earlier. We're recording today on Mother's Day, and there's been a lot of disparaging news um, recently towards that has really affected. I know a lot of the British female community, and definitely mm. it spread worldwide. Um, so similar to what we did um on track to say her name which followed obviously the the verdict in the Breonna Taylor decision on this episode which was being recorded one day after the one year anniversary of Breonna Taylor's tragic murder um Mm. we want to celebrate women in music again we want to celebrate the influence that they have and we want to celebrate the icons that have come and paved the way and continue to dominate um and continue to just flood our music libraries and the airwaves and so this is going to be um, another edition of the two two stubborn Nigerians podcast where we just shine a light on all the women who have played such a pivotal role for us musically. Man, this is gonna be a good one. I'm excited. We said after we finished the first one, we said, Yeah, we need to get into a part two. 
So I'm happy that's finally coming, man. Finally coming. Finally coming. <sighs> but, you know, as I say, we sit here on the 14th of March, 2021, which means today, um, actually, as we speak, there's a little ceremony going on. Um, mm. You know, it's, it's, it's an award show of sorts. They sort of... Um, hmm? I mean, it's not the two Stubborn Nigerian Awards. Um, At all. They call it the Grammys. Now, personally, I've never heard of them. Apparently, they've done it 63 times or something like that. Mm. Um, some people say it's a big deal. Could have fooled me. I have a two-star Nigerian award, so I don't For real. think it is. For real. <laughs> like, what's the Grammys going to do? What's the Grammys <laughs> <gonna> me? <laughs> but, but, you know, to start today's podcast, man, we actually want to get into, you know, some of the nominees for the mm. Grammys and give some predictions. Um, obviously, this episode will come out and the awards and the nom- and the award winners will, we will already be known to you guys in the public. But, you know, this is before those awards are happening. So we're going to make some predictions on the categories that we obviously care about. Um, so basically the country categories, the rock and roll categories and the classical music. Shout out my homie Beethoven. Mm. <laughs> and then, you know, on next week's episode, we're going to come back and review where we were right or wrong or where the Grammys mm. were wrong because they're definitely going to be wrong. I know, yeah. That's what they're known for, though. Um, but firstly, I'm going to ask you about album of the year. I just want to see how many of these you've actually heard of or listened to. Right. To All right, go yeah. for it. Yeah. All right, so the album of the year nominees. Folklore by Taylor Swift. Nah, okay. I'm not going to. I'll be honest with you. Okay. Women in Music Part 3 by Haim. Nah, never heard of it. Okay. Black Pumas by Black, by Black Pumas. Nah. Okay. Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. No. Okay. Everyday Even though she Life. has a song I like. Sorry Everyday, about that. Everyday Life by Coldplay. Nah. Okay. DJS Volume 3 by Jacob Collier. No. Okay. Hollywood's Bleeding by Post Malone. No. No, but it's on the list. Okay. And Cholombo by Janae Aiko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've heard that one. Okay, great. Okay, now let's get to the six categories. <laughs> all right, so Song of the Year. Now, I don't mm. expect you to have heard all of these songs, but I'm going to ask mm. you, just based on the songs I hear, what you think should win. Okay? All right. So we got Cardigan by Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. If the World Was Ending by Julia Michaels. Okay. The Box by Roddy Rich. Mm-hmm. Black Parade by Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. I Can't Breathe by Her. Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa. Or Circles by Post Malone. Mm. <clears throat> um... <clears throat> for me I think it would have to be the box because mm-hmm. when the box was going crazy I was we were, we were both right in the middle of it like there was no inch of the world that you could go to where the box wasn't going crazy mm-hmm. my thing now and this is my problem with the Grammys I don't know it always feels a bit dated by the time it comes around because Post Malone like as you Post Malone was nominated for a Grammy for best album mm-hmm. and his song is in this list as well of that same album that album came out i want to say end of 2019 it did so it just always it always ends up feeling mad dated um <clears throat> when did the box come out did the box even come out it came out in the pandemic did it not no it didn't it didn't Mm-mm. it didn't oh my box god yes 
Yeah, this song, the all of this stuff always ends up feeling mad dated, mad dated. Um, but I think the box was still winning for me anyway, just because that was really a moment. That was a big moment. And I do think they're gonna give that to the box anyway, because they will understand that that's a moment. Um actually, I don't even know if they're gonna give it to the box because Grammys be mad ignorant sometimes, but I would hope that they give it to him. He deserves it for that because that song went crazy. That was really a moment. Oh my god, that was a moment. Paul, we can go anywhere. That was almost it was almost as big as Black Beatles was when that came out. Feeling out a coupe with a lot. Told him for a twelve foot swap. Busting out the bells with the box. I just hit. I hit a lick, with, lick the with the box. I had to put a <laughs> stick in the box. Oh my god. Oh my. Imagine someone tried to tell me the other day. The same person that told me that they had an NJ personality. That Roddy Roddy Rich doesn't rap about anything. Huh? Oh my god, Paul. The same Roddy who put the new 4Gs in <laughs> Pool, my thumb was hovering over the block button for a hot second. The chance <laughs> until the bloody button. Yo, because people make it so obvious when they haven't heard War Baby. No, it's serious. No, that's real. That's fine. That, that guy came out and said, <laughs> we were the type of niggas that would rob the robbers. I said, yep. 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 I feel that. I feel it. I feel it. That's a, that's a hit right there. That's that's <laughs> like that one's going clear. I need that. Movie. Gone clear. I need that movie for. Yep, yep. Inject it. It actually injected into me. <laughs> oh man, Roddy Rich deserves every award, man. He actually deserves clean up every time he Roddy. releases anything. Paul <laughs> had the nerve to tell me Roddy Rich doesn't rap about anything. I almost lost my damn mind. Are you crazy? Her name is Megan, but she's stallion, stallion. Anyway, now let's move on. <laughs> All right. So, so I um I would love it to go to the box. I think we'll go to Black Parade. I think Beyonce is going to clean up mm-hmm. those Grammys. Um, you think? Yeah, yeah. She's got the most nominations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's I think after they they made Hope go over eight in two thousand eighteen, I think they're mm-hmm. just going to reward the family and apologize by making sure that Beyonce cleans up. Okay, All right, I can see that. Best new artist. Mm. And this goes to your point of being dated as fuck. Mm. So here are the nominees. We've got Ingrid Andres. Okay. Doja Cat. <laughs> Noah Cyrus. No, no commentary, please. Please save your comments. <laughs> please save your comments. Mm-hmm. Noah Cyrus. Okay. D Smoke. Okay. Megan Thee Stallion. Okay. Kate Renata. Okay. <laughs> okay. Please, please, please save your comments. <laughs> Chica mm-hmm. and Phoebe Bridgers. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Yo, okay. This is why you <laughs> this is why the Grammys can't validate shit. <laughs> yo, I was listening to Kate Trinada in sixth form. Kate Trinada's best album came out in 2016. Yo, <laughs> yo the Grammys can't talk to me. How dare you? New artist, Kate Trinada can't even show up. Do you know how disrespectful yeah, that is? <laughs> you understand? Do you? Do that you, guy has hits with Craig David. Do you know when Bitch I'm a Cow came out? Oh my God, Paul! Paul, I couldn't even spell the word pandemic when that song came out. <laughs> Yo, that was in 2018. Oh my God! Yo, how many how many albums have we spoken about from Meg? <laughs> Yo. Oh my god The Grammys don't know shit about shit they, they don't <laughs> Let me be honest They don't know anything 
that's crazy. I think that one, they'll they'll have to give that one to Meg just for the fact that I think Meg's team plays the politics game very well. Mm. Um, however, out of the names listed, because none of them are new artists to me. Well, one. none of the people I know on that list are new artists anyway. Not a um, out of the people there, the person I'll say des- that deserves it the most. And it's hard to say because, as I said, I've known Kate Trinada for years. Um, so the way I look at Kate Trinada, the way I look at Doja Cat are two completely different things. I look at Kate Trinada as almost a vet at this point. Um, (laughs) But um, in fact, I can't even, I can't judge that. I really can't because Kate Trinada has no business being on that list. It's egregious. It honestly is. I was listening, we we were listening to Kate Trinada as teenagers, Paul. Yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's agreed that's really ridiculous. No I'd be disrespectful if I was Kate Trinada. I'd still want the yeah. Grammy. I'd still yeah, no, give that to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty peeved. I'm not nominated for this, for real, for real. <laughs> you know what really needs to happen? He needs to drop an album this year so that he can finally, mm-hmm. finally be in contention for that Two Stubborn Nigerians award that yeah, he's been for wanting for so long. For real, for real. Hmm. That's, and that's on, that's on period. <laughs> what about you? Who do you think you should get that award Didn't out of the list of names? You got to roll. Yeah, you got to keep me roll. Why don't you say so? I would love them to give it to Chica because I think she's yeah. actually a new new to the like the big scene and to get your mm-hmm. part of social media. And I want to mm-hmm. say this um because it's been on my mind this week. Shout out to all the black people going crazy on tiktok like actually being creative mm. especially with their music talents on tiktok like i saw mm. it like a black british girl playing an acoustic version of paramore is still into you and i don't know if mm-hmm. you're a paramore fan as a teenager but as someone who like was like mm-hmm. having that song be like re retold in a different way especially by someone who's black knowing that like for whatever reason the black community absolutely loves paramore yeah it's like really refreshing to see and then someone started, and then underneath that, there was like a thread of just black people on TikTok, like who had done mm. covers of Paramore's music. Like it was so, mm-hmm. it was actually so dope. Like there was a drummer on there who was like drumming one of their songs, and like he shouted his out oh, Nigerian too. I shouted him, mm. I was like, yo, love, this is amazing. He's like, oh mm. man, my Nigerian brothers, thank you. Remind me, <laughs> but like, shout out to all the people getting off, off social media. But yeah, for mm. Chica, for her, what she's doing, she recently released an EP just this past week, actually. So I would okay. just, encourage people to go and listen to that. Um, I would love her to get it, but I think I think this is Doja Cat. Yeah, so you think Doja Cat is getting it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. All right, so I with think, that... Yeah? With that, because we've got, we got, we got, we got Mosey on this along. I hear it, I hear it. Record of the year. Okay. Difference of song of the year, man. Okay. Yeah, what's the difference? Don't know. No idea. That's, it's, it's, <laughs> listen, listen. Silver and gold, I have none. What I have, I give on to thee. And in this category, I don't I don't know. Hey, yo, I'll never respect the Grammys a day in my life. I promise you that. I don't even want one. <laughs> don't give me one. Don't nominate me for shit. I don't respect that institution at all. Until they carry on to come and host. <laughs> yeah, now I'm like, yo, yeah. I always wanted this job. Yeah, I always wanted this job. Um, record of the year. Okay, so here are the nominees. We've got Colors by Black Pumas. Okay. Black Parade by Beyonce. Okay. Rockstar by The Baby and Roddy Rich. 
Okay. Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. Say So by Doja Cat. Mm-hmm. Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa. Mm-hmm. Savage Remix, Meg Thee Stallion and Beyonce. Or Circles uh-huh. by Post Malone. Um, damn, that's a tough one. I mean, I know who they're going to give it to. Who they're going to give it to? Megan Beyonce. Okay. Because that's two powerhouses on the PR team going at the Grammys next. And knowing that the Grammys love their politics, yeah, they're giving that to them. Um, but I guess the question is who deserves it out of that? I'm going for record of the year. So song of the year out of that list. Man, what was the, the baby song again? It was Rockstar, isn't it? Rockstar featuring Roddy Rich. And then the Doja Cat one will say so. Didn't even notice that you start to wrong with ain't got to even focus on the just say so. These guys really don't know the definition of year, do they? Do you, but first of all, like, were you the same as me? Like the first time you heard that on that tape, knowing this is mm-hmm. the one. Like, did you like instantly hear that this song? This one. Do you know what's so crazy? Every song that I heard off that album, I thought was going to be the one until the next song came on. And I was like, no, this one is the one. That's actually right. That's actually right, yeah. Because I remember, what was it? It opened up with Cybersex, right? I don't know. Yeah, it did. But like, because Rules was going big before the tape came out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because everyone was like, oh my God, this flow that she's going with. And I was like, oh, Rules could be the one. But as I was Mm -hmm. listening to her, I remember just getting to say so. And I was just Mm -hmm. like, there's something about this, but then anything came on. Like, oh, yep. Oh, yeah. You know, yep. <laughs> it was that moment that streets came on, and I said, Oh my god, oh my street, god, streets start so yeah, forget this category. Let's talk about Dodger Cat real quick. Streets <laughs> start so calmly, yep, and then she just starts spitting. Fam, 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 if the beat is what she does on the beat, everything is just crazy. It was when the it's the beat drop for me that gets me every single time. Every single dumps on the dumps on the I said, oh my god. And then boom. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. The first time I would have maybe four times. <laughs> Pull. Oh, doja, doja, doja. Listen, um, we, we can't stay here. I think gonna, <laughs> I think they're gonna give it to Billie Eilish with everything I wanted. Um, okay. Because they also love Billie Eilish over there. Um mm-hmm. But from that category, I would love to see Doja Cat get it um, mm-hmm. because I think she did have a great song. Or Post Malone because Circles is a great song um, as well. Doja Cat's performing at the Grammys this year, isn't she? She is. She is. She is. It's virtual. It's all virtual. So mm. uh, she'll put on a great performance. She does really great performances. Amazing performances. But we have to get to the important categories. The categories actually make sense. Okay. Best rap album. Okay. So here are the nominees. We have a written testimony by Jay Electronica. That is, of mm-hmm. course, different from a recorded testimony, which is track 22 of this Two Stop Nigerians podcast, which features mm-hmm. Daniel Odorindi, which can yep. be found wherever you're listening to the Two Stop Nigerians podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have Black Habits by D Smoke. Okay. The Allegory by Royce the Five Nine. Mm-hmm. King's Disease by Nas. Mm-hmm. And Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist. I like that list. I like that list. That's the best one I like. Um, personally speaking, I'm probably probably giving it to Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist. Um, for Alfredo, 
you know, we've had this discussion on our award show, the two stubborn Nigerians awards yeah. episode track 10, track 10. Yeah. Um, you know, if you don't believe me, go back and listen to that <laughs> amazing episode. A lot of people got their flowers that episode. Um, yeah, I would personally want Freddie Gibbs to get that award. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling, I don't know why, I just have a strong feeling they want, they're going to give that to, they're going to give that to Nas. Just because of how I've heard that the voting process works there, mm-hmm. I can see them giving that to Nas because, obviously, from what I've heard anyway, I could be wrong in this. Um, every Everyone who votes, so basically everyone who is eligible to vote isn't necessarily someone who will be listening to our culture yeah. of music. So people yeah. who vote for the classical categories also vote for the hip-hop categories. Yeah. So I don't expect them to have necessarily done their research and listened to all of the allegory or Alfredo, but I do expect them to see the name Nas and say, oh, I know that name and vote for the name Nas. No, so I think, I think they do have to listen to everything. Okay. I just don't think they, they may not have to do deep dives or go into like the history of mm. certain tracks mean or stuff like that, but I think they have to listen mm. to everything. Else. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Even in that case, I don't know if they'll even have the ear to appreciate it, though. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is going to go over. I can see it going over a lot of people's heads if you're not actively listening for the bars, knowing that Freddie Gibbs is someone who's going to bar you to death. I, th- I I think they're giving it to Freddie Gibbs. Do you think? I wouldn't be surprised. Now, this is, I'm in a really three-way tie. I think Freddie Gibbs should win it. I think Alfredo, of mm-hmm. the albums listed, is the best album. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to give it to Freddie Gibbs. I wouldn't be surprised if they gave one to Nas because Nas also doesn't have a Grammy. And it could be a, a pseudo lifetime achievement thing where they're like, mm-hmm. you know, for all the times we've slighted you, here is one. Mm. Um, but I could also see a world where they give it to D Smoke for Black Habits. Um, mm. We spoke about this off air um, before track 22. And I said, I listened to Black Habits for the first time a few weeks back. And it was one of those albums where I listened to it and knowing it was Grammy nominated, I could, mm-hmm. see, I could see why the Grammys like this album. Right. More, more so than I would necessarily give it the Grammy. But I mm-hmm. can see why they... It's the same as the Allegory. Like, I love the Allegory as an album. But yeah. Like, I think there were better albums that came out in the year, right? Mm-hmm. Much I love the Allegory. But I can see why the Grammys would nominate the Allegory. Right. So right. I could see why they would give one to D-Smoke. I, mm-hmm. could, I wouldn't be surprised if they gave it to Nas. I think they should, and I think they will give it to Freddie Gibbs. I think Freddie Gibbs deserves it. I mean, we gave him, rap we gave him a rap artist of the year, yeah. So, yeah. absolutely. Mm. All right, man. Next up, rap song of the year. Mm-hmm. Here are your nominees. You got The Box by Roddy Rich, mm. Rockstar by The Baby and Roddy Rich, mm. Laugh Now, Cry Later by Drake and Lil Duck. Okay. The Bigger Picture by Lil Baby. Okay. And Savage Remix by Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce. I'm so angry that they're going to give that to Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me sick to my stomach. Um, for me, oh, rap song of the year. What I think, I think the baby almost no, maybe not. It's crazy because out of all of those, out of those nominees, I think probably. The person who deserves it most is probably Lil Baby for the bigger picture. Um, even though, you know, I've obviously had my criticisms of the Lil Baby on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he definitely does his thing. You know, he does his thing on that song, especially when you sit down and actually listen to what he's saying. Um, but as I said, they they're gonna give it to Megan Stallion and Beyonce would piss me off. But we move. What about you? What do you think? I think they're gonna give it to Lil Baby. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna give just because of the type of year that 2020 was and what mm-hmm. that song's about. I think they should and they I think they should give it to Lil Baby. Let me not even say they will. I'm giving them way too much credit. I think they yeah. should, but also again, I wouldn't be surprised. Like I said, I think Beyonce's been a clean house. So I think mm-hmm. Savage Remix could get it, but I think if they're being serious about their job, then it should be Lil Baby. Mm. I think you give them way too much credit, genuinely speaking. I think, I think, but also it could be, not even that I'm giving them credit, I think a lot of like um, white guilt mm-hmm. will force them to go all the way in the right direction. <laughs> like, and I say that knowing that, like, so for example, they've always been accused of not necessarily um, having a diverse field, right? Mm-hmm. Which will come in in one of the categories we're going to talk about next. So, for example, they try to offset that by having all of the country music nominees be women. Mm-hmm. And, you know, country is a huge male demographic, but they try to offset, like, all of the rock nominees are women. Right. Okay. So, so maybe mm-hmm. they try to offset that. Urban Contemporary Album. Mm-hmm. So Fuck Your Feelings by Robert Glasper. Okay. Free Nationals by The Free Nationals. Mm-hmm. Ungodly Hour by Chloe and Harley. Oh, man. It Is What It Is by Thundercat. Mm, oh man, Shalombo by Janae. That that is a tough one. That's a category. that one. That yeah. A category. Oh man, that is tough. Um. Oh my goodness. What was the first one again? Before Chloe and Harley. Fuck your feelings by Robert Glasper. There was another one you said. So what was the very first three, one? Three nationals. By oh yeah. Yeah, three nationals. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, oh man, oh man, that one I am very much torn between Chloe and Harley, The Ungodly Hour. Because if you know me, you know I stand for that album, and that album's amazing. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, that's really the album where they went from making music for kids to making music for just adult for everyone yeah for me (laughs) specifically me that album hits um but also in saying that man the three nationals went crazy on that three nationals album oh my goodness everyone went crazy on that three nationals album yeah now i'm giving that to the three nationals i think i think three nationals take that but i won't be shocked if they give it to chloe and harley because they have the same press machine that beyonce uses you? Logically speaking, they have to give it to Janae. Um, just for the simple fact that Janae's nominated for Best Album, like, period. Mm-hmm. So if she's in a category that isn't... If she's good enough for Best Album, then she has to be the Best Album in her category, too. Um, so That's they should, fair. They should be giving it to Janae. That Free Nationals tape was stupid. Mm. That Free Nationals tape was absolutely stupid. The Robert Glass- Glasper tape, too, Fuck Your Feelings, is absolutely amazing. Robert Glasper's one mm. of the best artists on the planet. Um, mm. But yeah, I think they should be giving it to Janae and I have no qualms with that because you know who I am and we know mm. who I represent. <laughs> Alright, we've got two more categories I want to go through. We've been on this a long time, but I think there's two more that are really important that I want to touch All on. Right. So a best rap performance. Rap performance? Yeah, so how well does a person perform on the song is how that Okay. Is. Okay. Okay. So the nominees are Bop by The Baby. 
Mm-hmm. What's Poppin' by Jack Harlow. Mm-hmm. Dior by Pop Smoke. Mm-hmm. Deep Reverence by Big Sean Nipsey Hussle. Mm. Savage Remix by Megan Beyonce. And The Bigger Picture by Lil Baby. Oh, man, um, I think Dior has to take that. Dior has to. There's not a bigger moment than <laughs> when the world first heard Dior. Mm-hmm. Um, Pop Smoke really, he started something crazy with just that whole movement. Mm-hmm. So I think Dior should take it. Again, I won't be shocked if they give it to Megan Stallion and Beyonce, but. I think Dior deserves to take that. I also wouldn't be sure that Jack Harlow gets that actually because What's Poppin had his own little movement there as well. God forbid. <laughs> I won't be sure that he gets that at all, but I do think I think um, Pop Smoke should get that for Dior. I I think it will either be Pop Smoke Dior or Nipsey Deep Reverence. Mm. I think it'll be one of those two. Hmm. All right, last one, because we do have to wrap up and get on to what we want to talk about today. All right. Rap slash song performance. Okay. Lockdown by Anderson Pack. Mm-hmm. The Box by Roddy Roach. Mm-hmm. Highest in the Room by Travis Scott. Mm. Rockstar by The Baby and Roddy Rich. Mm-hmm. Or Laugh Now, Cry Later by Drake and Lil Durk. This gun shot. This gun shot people at home. Mm-hmm. Um, the people at home, uh, they already they think they know my answer, but they don't because you know any reasonable fan that's listened to twenty three episodes at this point will say, "Oh, it's gonna pick Lockdown by Anderson Pack," which was a really good song, by the way. I remember my uncle sent it to me, fully, fully enjoyed that song. Um, but I think it's going to is I think it's going to highest in the room. I think it's going to highest in the room, and it should go to highest in the room. It absolutely should go to highest in the room. Yeah, <laughs> that song was flipping nuts. That guy said, I'm the highest in the room. I was like, Yo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yo, oh I my might, goodness. I might just be like, <laughs> Oh my goodness. I'm stone cold sober, but <laughs> I'm alone in this room because of lockdown. So I am. <laughs> wild. <laughs> All right, man. Oh man. Those are your Grammy nominations, um, the ones that matter anyway. Um, mm. None of them matter as much as the two stuff Nigerian awards matter. At all. Um, so you should go back and listen to track 10 and find out yep. who took those home. Yep. Um, and yeah, that's that's all we got for you. Those are the Grammys. We'll be back next week to review them, to tell them where they went wrong. Um, mm. I mean, they went wrong in so many different places because I have, you know, I don't know if he was out of date, mm-hmm. but Wizkid, I haven't seen a, you know, so I'm assuming he's out of date. Listen. I'm, su- I'm assuming he's out of date. Um, I hear it though, but still, mm, that's why you I don't listen, like it. That's why you go listen to black owned platforms. Yup. Yup. Nigerians podcast. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get into the let's get into some business. That was a nice little fun opener. Um, mm. Let's talk some real stuff, man. Social justice, as you know, uh, staple of this podcast is we like to make sure we we speak on some of the things that are happening in society, and yep. this week is no different. Um. I started off with a little soliloquy where I said, with so much drama on the BBC, it's kind of hard mm. to pod to the cast to the P, uh, because there's been a lot of drama on the news platforms, a lot of drama mm. on the news channels. Um, Kat, I'm going to let you start this, because you wanted to get into, you know, you brought up Her Royal Highness. Yep, yep. Um, so, for our audience here in the UK, for our audience around the world, to be honest, because that's how big the thing eventually got, 
Um, obviously, we saw Meghan Markle and Prince Harry sit down with Oprah Winfrey um, to do a tell-all about their experience with the royal family since Meghan Markle joined. And it was definitely an eye-opener. Um, you know, us in the UK anyway, who've been watching this pretty much since we heard that they were getting engaged, um, have been closely watching Meghan Markle and how she'd been navigating her situation um, joining the royal family because it was a big deal. It was a very big deal. You know, we're getting a person of colour joining joining one of the most important families in the UK. Um, now, it was a weird one because obviously if you've watched the interview at this point, which I presume most people have, um, you'll now know that their experience was less than ideal. Now, we knew this. This is something that Black Twitter, you know, I've been so proud of them every time we see anything, any type of headline regarding the royal family, it's, um, including Meghan Markle. You know, they try, they've been trying to villainize her for the longest. Every little thing she does is an issue. And we noticed it the second they started doing it. You know, I remember one time it was an issue that she didn't wear tights on an occasion. And they really tried to blow that up for a week. And Black Twitter wasn't having any of it. Um, and it's just been continuous attacking and bullying that we've seen on this side. Um, but I don't think any of us really knew the true extent of it. Did you watch the interview, Paul? I didn't, no. I didn't right, it. okay. So in the interview, obviously, there were stories last year that came out about, around the wedding time anyway, there were stories where it was told to us that Meghan Markle made Kate cry. Obviously, they came out and said it was actually the opposite way around. On her wedding, Kate made Meghan Markle cry. But that's, you know, not insequential because the way that the media handled it um, was crazy still. But I think the real importance of that alone, that individual part, was the fact that we've seen the royal family come out and deny things much lesser. So for them not to deny this, where we clearly see a black woman being attacked on all media outlets and being made into a villain, it was, it's nasty, especially the royal family knows it's one, not true, and two, it's actually affecting someone. Mm. Two, we saw that there were the concerns that the royal family had about the colour of Meghan and Harry's baby, um, where a prominent member of the royal family, as in one of the senior members even, so that's Queen, Prince Philip, Prince Charles, or Prince Andrew, not Andrew, Prince William, said they were, they were concerned about what the colour of the baby was going to be, essentially, um, which is crazy in itself, because that essentially means that one of the major royal figures in the country um, one of the figureheads of the country is essentially saying that they're concerned that someone of high status is going to be coloured, mm. um, which is itself, I shouldn't have to tell you guys why that's completely crazy. And I think it it really did point out an evident issue for me anyway when I was watching it, Paul. I don't know, I assume you'll agree with this. There was times last year where we were all demanding better from everyone in the country, basically, where we said, oh, the way that the police handle 
race issues, the way that people handle race issues, um, specifically white people, specifically people aren't, who aren't black, the way that they handle race issue, issues we're upset with. We marched for it. We marched for Black Lives Matter. We fought against All Lives Matter because clearly there's a level of ignorance there. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of people saying, no, it's not a racist country. It's not this. You're over-exaggerating. And there was just a lot of ignorance in general. And I think it's moments like this that open my eyes anyway to how high this actually goes. Because there's race issues in the royal family. Then it really just lets you know that, no, there's no... What's the word I'm looking for here? This doesn't just go to the police. It doesn't just go to the head of the police. It doesn't just go to the head of the government this goes to this is deep rooted this is the royal family we're talking about this is the family the highest family in the uk so if there's if racism is this deeply rooted into the royal family then yeah of course the uk is going to have racism issues throughout it great britain's the most racist country in the history of this planet mm. racism is steeped into the fabric and the culture is it of, of great britain great Racism is the cream the Great Britain applies every morning. Mm. Um, this this is not it's not new, you know. Mm. It's it's the reason this nation has the great in front of their name is because they mm. went around the world and colonized every orifice that they could to the point where the sun never set on the British Empire. There was never mm. a point in the, there's never a point in a twenty four hour day where the sun is not shining on some part of the world, which was which either is or once was part of the British Empire. Mm. The reason that this tiny, forgotten island in the north of Europe is the centre of the maps is because of the deep, entrenched racism that exists. The reason this tiny, forgotten island is the 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 median by which time zones are formed mm. is because of the, the deep-seated racism that exists. The reason that this tiny, forgotten island that doesn't import or export anything a major clip <laughs> is considered great is because mm. they were conquerors of other lands. Um, and that goes to the highest institution and that comes from the highest establishment in the land, which is the royal family. Um, I didn't watch the interview of Oprah, but I've obviously seen the highlights, he's seen the clips, it's come out. I've read the news reports of what was said um more than i've watched it just because i didn't necessarily have the time to sit down and watch the whole thing but i could mm. i could catch catch up on the news just by reading some of it and um you know we pray for megan you know i think yep. one, of the, one of the most serious things that was said was said out of harry's mouth which was true i watched what happened to my mother i'm not gonna and i wasn't gonna let them do that to my wife mm. and it was real man and it was real he's a real stand-up guy for that because you know you got that's that's tough to do to walk away from your your family when they're not you know supporting your wife and your kid and you know mm. i agree with you man black Twitter came in 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 force you know to stand up and and really call out this country and, and that's what we need to continue to do um mm. at every point because without that it's not going to go away um even in the post where you know the next day prince charles is at a black church and the day after that Prince Prince William is Nasty. seen with like a black teacher who's in African attire. My goodness! Like we we know the game, and we're not going to let them play it. Mm. I think that's amazing, and I think um, 
yeah I, I think people just need to be aware of this shit and also don't be surprised when you know institutions that we know are racist show you that they're racist mm. Mm. I think that's the biggest thing because even me I, I, I'll admit I was guilty of it mm-hmm. um, whilst I was watching the interview you know they'll be saying certain things and I kept on I'd be shocked I'd be like literally astonished at some of the things that they were saying and I'd catch myself and be like why why are you actually shocked like say you haven't experienced racism in this UK did you think it was only going to be what this little old woman down the street nah this goes all the way to the top no for real um and you know we follow on from that it's been a tough week to be a woman yeah it's been a tough week to be a black woman um Mm. and you know a harrowing news story that came out of the uk this week was that of the murder well first the reports of being missing and then the confirmed murder of um sarah everard um Mm. who's a woman who was suspected to have been killed by a Met police Met police officer, a Metropolitan Police Officer here in the United Kingdom. Um, I believe reports are that he had stalked her and then mm-hmm. you know murdered her and her body was found in a woodland area. And um it 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 just once again, you know, speaks to the the disgusting and damning nature of the patriarchy and how much that needs to be you know, removed and there aren't as a male it's always difficult to like talk on these things because we mm. know how culpable we are of this crime. Um ninety seven percent of women in the country have experienced some sort of sexual harassment. Oh my god. Um ninety seven percent. Like ninety seven. Um every woman you speak to has a story of some form of sexual harassment mm. and it's really sad like it's really sad and really emotional it it I, I can only imagine the like emotional toll that takes on women mm. because i just don't have to deal with it worrying every time you get into a taxi mm. worrying every time you're walking home at any time of the day like not even late night at any time of the day mm. um worrying every time you go into a club Worrying that if you say no to this guy, he's going to hit you. Mm. He might follow you outside and you'll go missing. Um, it's, it's, it's a sick and twisted world that we live in. And it's up to men to change that. Mm. Wholly up to men to change that. Um, it's not about protecting your daughters. It's about educating your sons. Mm. At the same time, it's about holding your boys accountable. Mm. It's about holding your boys accountable. Yep. Um, for real. That's uh, all real. And that's on every level, man. That's, that's yep. on, and it starts, it starts in group chats. It starts with off-color jokes in group chats, which just get laughed off. No, 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 no. No, it shit needs to be called out. To, said told for, said for what it is mm. it's in a bud because because mm. you that that can't run you know what i'm saying that that's the same guy who will now go out to a club and that thing that he thought was a joke but he got egged on by all his boys now he feels confident enough to go and do that same thing in the club mm. no no it starts at home 
And so before you worry about protecting your daughters or even educating your sons, if you have if you have kids, educate your sons, but like check your boys. So yeah, there's there's no words. Um, rest in peace, Sarah Everard. Rest mm. in peace to all the women who have you know tragically lost their lives at the hands of patriarchal societies that treats them as less than. Mm. Um, so all the men who may hear this, man, look look inwards, look yep. yourself, and the behaviors that you may have, known or unknown, that make women feel uncomfortable. Um, mm. Think about what you can actively do to create. Yeah a safe space for the women in your life, whether you know them or whether they're strangers. Mm. And then think about what you can actively do to check the people in your life. Mm. Mm. Last thing, I'd like, I like to think, and that's the thing, even then is an assumption. It's something that we have to continually look out for. Um, but I like to think that I've created an environment around myself and that my friends, like I know you, Paul, as well, um, I feel like we've created environments around ourselves where people shouldn't even feel comfortable around us to make weirdo comments like that or think that actions like that are even acceptable. Yeah. Um, they know the second that they do that stuff around me anyway, um, and I'm sure around you as well, Paul, that if you do that around either of us, it's not going to be something that's laughed at. It's not going to be something that we just turn a blind eye to. Um, and I think everyone needs to be very has to act in a way where people around them know that. And once we carry on doing that, I think that's the only way we start to get changed. The more we turn a blind eye to it, the more that that standard isn't upheld and we don't get the change that we're looking for. Absolutely. And like we said, man, this is International Women's Month. We had International Women's Day. Um, we've had Mother's Day. Like, mm. it should be this more than anything is a time where you should really be go working on yourselves to create a world yeah. where we, women do feel equal and equitable and they're able to enjoy the same freedoms and and enjoy life in the same way that we as men get to and doubly so for black women and other um women of color who are doubly oppressed in in these in situations just like this mm. yeah and, uh, with that you know that was one of the reasons that we wanted to come in here and celebrate the icons of women in music because it's it's it's, it's always been a tough road for women in music it's been a tough road and even yep. through that there have been so many women who have been able to do so many amazing things mm -hmm. to have been able to just transcend and create such timeless art um art that only appreciates with time yep its value only goes up yep and we like to keep the vibes here positive and so we're going to spend the rest of the time that we have here with you celebrating some women in music. I think we should start with this. Man, Miss Whitney Houston, rest in peace with the song How Will I Know. Oh man, 
Um, oh, man. And, you know, I never got a chance to speak with Miss Houston. But if I had, one of the first things I would have said to her is, you're Whitney Houston. That's how you'll know. <laughs> yeah, you're even good. I wouldn't have been able to get a word out. I, 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 Oh my goodness, a whole Whitney Houston. Huh. Anyway, let's get into it. Let's get into it, man. So, if you don't know how this section works, um, it's going to be very similar to episode two, track two, Say Her Name, where essentially me and Paul just chat mm-hmm. <laughs> about different women. Whoever comes to mind, we're going to talk about. Um, if you think I'm lying or you think I'm over exaggerating, stay tuned and then go back and listen to track two. And clock that we did the exact same thing there. Um, yeah, man. So the first woman I want to talk about, I'm even cheating because it's not one woman, Paul. Mm-hmm. It's three. Um well, which three? This is very important. Because <laughs> I know that there's a lot of trios that you love, Paul. If you're coming there's to my of... if you're coming to my trio, <laughs> the thing is, I could have gone to your trio, but I said no. Nah. Okay. Because I know Paul's going to want to take it to that trio. Maybe. I'm coming to this trio that... um, They did great things for me growing up, man. Because <laughs> you don't even know what trio I'm going to talk <laughs> Paul, yeah. it's crazy because this trio decided that we're going to represent ourselves with just three letters. Mm-hmm. But there's so many there's so many trios that did that. That's not, that's not one trio that did that. So this trio said, okay, we're going to introduce ourselves with these in particular three letters. Mm-hmm. T... Yes, sir. L. Yes, sir. C. Stop right there. Mm. Let's put a pin in that right there. Mm-hmm. Spotify. Mm. Stop fucking playing with me. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't get Chili's verse on no oh songs, man, oh man, right now. oh man, cut, cut, cut. Is that the podcast? <laughs> is that the topic we're discussing no, today? Because I'm not signing the deal if you don't do it. <laughs> How can I sign a contract if I know you're not doing right? <laughs> it doesn't make every time that song comes on, I get so angry because mm. I, I then have to go listen to the YouTube version. Why Damn. is her that verse? No, nah. Man, TLC. Oh my goodness. This is some of my, some of my earliest memories of music, you know, Paul. Yeah. Some of my earliest. I remember. Sitting down in front of the TV, age, Lord knows how old I was. I just, I remember seeing the Waterfalls video for the first time. Oh my God. and that you're used to. I know that. That was me, like, the first time the Nike sneakers app gave me a no. Look at the songs that are coming to your mind. <laughs> well, it's the same with your struggle to get this PS5. Like, you know, for I'm real, the legs, for like, real. Right, <laughs> yo, I've never been beaten into submission like that. <laughs> the guy, yo, I waited in like 28 queues. I said, no, 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 I don't want to live this life anymore. Mm. I'm not doing it again. I'll do it three more times, but then after that, I said I'm not doing it again. Ask me if I've unfollowed the page that give me notifications. Because I know one day I'm just gonna click one, and then that'll be me celebrating on the TL like crazy. (laughs) But nah, man, this group here, different, Uh different. Paul, 
is no scrubs for me. Yeah. Is no scrubs for me. Oh my goodness. The first time I heard no scrubs. Yeah. Paul, why am I singing no scrubs at age God knows what? Again, I must have been five listening to all of this. I was singing no scrubs like I, I could afford to not be in the passenger side. Was there has there ever been a point now as you've grown up where you realize that you were the scrub that they were talking about? <laughs> I'm the scrub. That <laughs> 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 one time, the time before I was driving, I just sat in my boy's mm-hmm. passenger side, and the song came on. Like, <laughs> passenger side of his best friends, right? Like, you know, in your tracks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what's so funny, <laughs> fam? I will sing that song with my chest in the passenger side of my best friend's ride. <laughs> I'm trying to hold it somewhere. <laughs> oh. oh my god! <laughs> I've never sung such an anti anti me song with so much passion. No, it's but so that's what happens when you sing a song with talent. That's that's talent, man. Rest in peace to Lopez, to Lisa. Lopez. Yeah, um, for real. TLC is special. They like they they blend of like R and B and rap. Mm. The way they did it was always so, always something that's like been encapsulating for me. Yep. Lifetime. Their persona, like that. Mm-hmm. Even in like Lisa Lopez burning down Andre Rising's house and him coming yeah. to bail her out. Mm-hmm. It's like the greatest hip hop story of all time. Yep. Like, you burned yep. down your <laughs> NFL player husband's house <laughs> and he bailed you out. Oh my goodness. What? Oh my goodness! You can't write a story better than that. You can't write. You can't write a movie <laughs> better than that. It, it, and and the the way that they crafted that edginess into that art was special. Mm. Even a song like "Creep." Oh man! You know. Oh man! So like, I creep. creep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just creeping on the download. Oh my I'm goodness! Really be advocating cheating. Like, <laughs> I would be singing along to it. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> um, man, TLC. That, that's a special group. Man, lasting impact. Man, but I remember. I think it was a couple years ago. Yeah, I must have been. Um, well, me, my mom, and my little sister, we were driving down to Cornwall. <sighs> Longest drive ever, bro. Oh, five hours. Man, and literally, um, I remember before we went, my mom asked me to make a playlist because my mom knows that I'm the music guy in the family. Um, so I made a playlist, a uh, six-hour-long playlist, one of my proudest pieces of work. Um, obviously, I knew that I had to satisfy my mom, so it was basically just all R&B music, and um, TLC were obviously a part of the playlist. And I remember like just having a conversation at the time with my mum just about like what artist was she listening to that she thought like would just literally they would never be able to be stopped or their careers would just carry on forever and ever because obviously today we know that there's a lifespan on artists like that but back then when my mum was like really getting into music because what my mum's turning 50 soon in it so I know when music was doing what music was doing back then it was all pretty new. It was all very new, in fact. Um, I remember asking her, like, what did she think of, like, artists like Whitney Houston back then and everything? And she said TLC was literally the group that she thought 
she'll be 60 years old and TLC will be releasing new music still because they just couldn't picture a world where there'll be bigger artists than TLC for real, which is just so crazy to me. That has such a huge point. And like, even as we look at to, to the modern day, like we see, mm. I think there's so much in that because I think it speaks to the timeless nature of the music that was being created. Mm. That like, no one does it like TLC. At all. No one does it like, I mean, no one does it like female groups in the 90s. Mm. Mm. Like, mm. being for real, for real. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so like, even though they may not be actively making music to like, the level that they were, mm-hmm. no one's stopping them. <laughs> like, That's do you know what I mean? Like, there's no... <laughs> female group that we look at today they would say man they're the modern day tier it can yeah you know what i'm saying like it can we're not even looking for anyone to be that that's a nah. crazy thing nah, like man. we're looking for the next lebron we're looking for the next michael jordan mm-hmm. but there'll never be a new tlc no never never it's impossible man. tlc man free <laughs> waterfalls no scrubs red oh my special God. oh my goodness oh my goodness Talk about powerhouses. These guys, they just made hits. Do you know who made they hits? Just, who made hits, man? Do you know who made hits? Mm? Do you want to know who made hits? I do. I would love to know. Can I tell you who made hits? You can tell me, man. So you're, the group you just mentioned had three letters, right? Mm-hmm. It says another group. Mm. Of women. Mm. Black women. Oh, my goodness. They had three letters. Oh, my God. It's S. V. 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 Oh my god. Let me tell you one thing about Paul. Mm-hmm. So I have said on multiple occasions mm-hmm. once this parallelogram, Panasonic, <laughs> pandemic, mm. pandemonium mm-hmm. um, wraps itself up and takes itself home. Okay. I'm throwing a 90s, 2000s R&B theme party, right? You've heard mm-hmm, it said, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, I've heard you. Many, t- many times. This group right here is a reason why. Mm. This group right mm. here is a reason why. <laughs> SWV <laughs> and what they did in mm. the 90s. Oh, my God. Just their debut album, It's About Time. Oh, my God. Like. Oh, my God. <laughs> from week to rain. Oh, my. Rain um, down. In- on me oh see now you're cooking don't get me started bam bam with teddy riley doing the raindrop in the oh my god oh my god if i start talking (laughs) oh my goodness but now oh my i'm so into you i'm so into you i don't know what oh my god Again, the timeless nature of the ma- of the music that was being made, like the the combination of like, I'm so into you is a fun song. Now, mm-hmm. It also doesn't make sense in the lyrics because if you listen to the <laughs> lyrics and read what they're saying, she's into mm-hmm. someone who is very clearly dating someone else. So she's mm. so happy to be a side chick, which is <laughs> crazy messaging to be sending out. But that is a feel good song. But then the mm. duality to then be able to mix that in with a song like Weak. Or rain. Oh my goodness! And the emotion that comes out in those songs, oh man, is crazy. Mm. And like, it's an art form that lives in the nineties. 
yep. lives in women in the 90s. Like, and I think, I wonder how much of that is like the balance between having to deal with the label and then deal with what you want to do. Man. I'm finding that bridge. Like, I've always wondered that. Like, man. Because I, I think about it a lot. Like, and this is or maybe I, I just think about this a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Women in music, especially in like the 90s and 80s and 90s when they were coming up, right? And we know how male dominated the industry was. Like, mm-hmm. even just to watch, even to go back to shows like The Get Down, right? Yeah. We see how women try to get into music and the music that they're forced to make for movies like Dream Girls and the music mm-hmm. that record labels force them to make. Mm. how much like some of the messaging that comes out is so like anti what women always say that they want and what they're about that it makes mm-hmm. them feel like this was a male driven song yeah so the i'm getting into the weeds but like that no balance, it's good i like it that balance mm-hmm. between like songs that feel like this was done for a label mm-hmm. label head of like men and then this mm-hmm. is a song that like the artist wanted to do and this Man. was them and this was them telling their story. And it's really crazy because obviously something that is hard to even envision now is that they were putting all of this stuff out with no social media, like none. So it literally, like at that point, like obviously now, nowadays it's preached that, yeah, try and do it, try and be independent, own your stuff, own everything. Back then there was really no getting off the floor without a real machine behind you in that label so yeah i can it's not even really a world where you can put out a snippet of a song that you're working on and people will hear it and say oh release this release this and pressure the label to put it out like everything you're putting out the singles that are chosen from the album are basically handpicked by the label and that is such like, an interesting point you know, have, it's not like today where people have like equipment in their houses Mm, mm. to go to a studio and who's booking your studio oh time? man oh man you know so that's how they'll just be cutting your recordings and mm, what, what, what are you talking about <laughs> your recording like they're paying for writers for you so oh, like, man go, go with their writers even though you may have some shit written down that you want to do like i just mm. think, i just I, yeah i just i think about that a lot when i listen to like music from the 90s and some swv songs specifically where i'm just like i wonder if this was them or if mm. this was like forced upon them. Now I love it. Man. You know, yeah. Whoever forced it upon them did a great job. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, forced it upon them. But I'm also just like, man. I just it, it, those are just the things that stick. Even like mm. rap sometimes. Like I think about Little Kim a lot. I think about Little Kim a lot. You think? Lot. I think about Little Kim a lot. Because Lil' Kim is someone who just listening back to some of her stuff. I don't know. I feel like she was someone who I can imagine the labels would have struggled with, but she just powered through. No, for she brute forced like, her way through. No, for, and I think you know, like there's parts of her where I'm just like the consistency in her messaging at times is just like mm-hmm. this is little Kim. This is who Kimberly was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, the voice mm-hmm. in the room. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I'm saying? But then yep. other times I'm just like, I wonder if little Kim wanted to give them some. You know, like I wonder if little Kim just wanted to give them some 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 soul vibes, like. I wonder if Lil Kim wanted to come on like a completely different tip and Biggie was and Biggie and Puff were just there like no. <laughs> Can you imagine? Um you know what? With Lil Kim, the only reason I'll say I doubt it is because at this point is Yeah, she I guess she'd like kind of retired. Not obviously official because you can't really officially retire 
from making music. Um, but you know, the little bits that we've heard from her in recent history, she's been able to go down that road if she wanted to, and she hasn't. Um, but I think it's an interesting point. It's an interesting point. And even saying that, like, even though, yeah, she could have gone down that road if she wanted to in recent history, I don't know if it's something that you'll necessarily do once you're dissolidified in your career. So I don't know. I don't know. It's an interesting point. That's a weird one, right? Mm. But you brought her up. The legend that is Little Kim. Mm. Oh, my God. Paul. Just for a moment. Just, you know, take a moment here. Mm-hmm. What's your earliest memory of Little Kim? That's crazy. Mm. That's crazy. Um, honestly, don't know. Honestly, mm. can tell you. It would probably be something, again, older brother. So it's probably something to do with him. Hearing him yeah, Biggie and obviously Little Kim being on the joint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would probably be something like that. Like, mm. Lil, Kim, Lil Kim was weird because Lil Kim was also one of these people who was just like, from before I really knew who she was, that name was just always held in such reverence. Okay, yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, so it's mm. like this, it was like another mythical figure. And then mm. as I started to become like a music head and listen to music myself and figure out who she was and her history and the blah, 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 blah then you start to realize why. She's just mm-hmm. like, so revered in this like fanciful space type vibe. Yeah. I mean, mm. That's an interesting question. Mm. What, about, what about you? Yeah. Um, it's similar. It's very similar. Um, I think Lil Kim was a name that I knew before I knew why I should know it. Knew it before I knew why I should know it. Mm. Um, it was sort of like, okay, yeah. I'd hear I'd overhear my mom talk about Lil Kim. I'd overhear my dad talk about Lil Kim. I'd overhear on MTV base, you know, they'll make a little Kim reference here and there. Um, I would sing along to Lady the Lady Night remix and not understand that, oh, this is a Lil' Kim song. Mm-hmm. Um I think the earliest memory I have of seeing Little Kim and understanding that this is Little Kim was an MTV base award show. And I remember at the time she had been arrested. She had recently been arrested And um, my cousins all came to my house For the summer So we are all watching the award show together Yeah And Lil' Kim came out And one of my older cousins at the time said Yeah, she was arrested, wasn't she? And the way that they brought her out Was essentially she was in a jumpsuit And she had police walking her up to the mic And then she got to the mic And she said, welcome to Brooklyn I said, whoa, whoa Whoa, okay, I understand. I understand. Yes, I enjoyed different. that. Fam. Fam. If streaming was about then, I would have made her platinum by myself. Yeah. Platinum by myself. Real. She really like that's when I first got my appreciation for uh, okay, this is why little Kim is little Kim. And then when I went back and did the further research, yeah. You know a song like popped into my head and remind me, I think this may have been like my first time realizing who Lil' Kim was. Mm. Um remember Lady Marmalade from the film Moulin Rouge? Yeah. Like Gucci, Gucci, yeah, yeah, that that one, um, that mm-hmm. gets my head, and uh, or is that because again, it's like that is nowhere on like Lil Kim's discography, right? Like, Bam. Right Bam. <laughs> but <laughs> if you remember the video to that song, yep, the raw and raunchiness of it, that's mm-hmm. Lil Kim, that's Lil Kim. Mm-hmm. and then when you yeah. go back and listen to Lil Kim, like 
on Get Money. Like, fuck this. Shit. <laughs> Yeah, oh man like, oh my god fam that's the thing like i feel like um and obviously i think it's partially because i was listening on mtv base because i didn't have a phone to stream on because streaming wasn't a thing back then um but i never really deeped what little kim was saying yeah now obviously we were listening to the censored versions for most of our lives Fair. um but I, when I went back and did the history, when I hear the occasional song that I didn't go back and do the history on, and I really take in what she's saying, it's like, oh man, oh you're filming. yeah, she just <laughs> like Loki. I see why you were offended when Nicki Minaj came through. Absolutely, <laughs> like you were really you're out here <laughs> doing what you do. You wanna bumble with the bee, huh? Bzz. Let me Put not upset the whole family. <laughs> Fam, let me not upset the barbs for real Because if I upset the barbs right now Oh my god What are they going to do? Nothing, nothing at all They haven't got any They haven't, <laughs> they haven't got a leg to stand on Like your queen hasn't made good music since 2015 Oh my god, oh my god Paul <laughs> I didn't realise that you were coming here to preach today I should have known it's Sunday <laughs> it's, a sun- <laughs> it's a Sunday <laughs> Oh my goodness This guy said she hasn't made good music since 2015 and She's it's a, a fact. Game, she I'm is. Gonna, I'll never, I'll never dispute that. She's a legend in the game. She hasn't made good music since 2015. In fact, I remember, and it's really sad. I remember when she dropped "Looking Ass Niggas," and I came into school. I, oh my god, it was six form at the time, innit? it? Yeah, it was six form. I went in, I looked at my boys. I said, "This is why Nicki Minaj is queen." That's facts. That's all facts. It's all facts. Like, listen. The the brazen arrogance. No, no, that's not even what I want to say. Let me know if that. Nicki Minaj mm. has songs with Eminem, mm-hmm. Drake, Kanye, mm-hmm. Rick mm-hmm. Jason, mm-hmm. right? Lil mm-hmm. One too. Mm-hmm. She has songs with those six men, where she's the better rapper on the track. Yeah, yeah. Nicki Minaj was not playing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So when she came in. And she says, look all these looking ass niggas. Yep. Niggas. Nigga, nigga. <laughs> when, when she comes in and it became a joke, but when she says, all these bitches is my sons, mm-hmm. she's not lying. No, yeah, for real. She's, she but wasn't lying. But how many times can you tell me like, all your bitches are your son, all these bitches are your sons? Every and time. then not prove it every single time. No, while they continue to be your sons. She can't say it now. If she's yeah, at all. You know what I'm saying? But that's her go-to bar. <laughs> that's why she I can't said, stand it. Now, I laugh out of the room. But at the time, yeah, mm-hmm. bitches is my sons, and I'm always nine months. That was, that's one of my favorite bars. <laughs> I love that bar. All these bitches are my sons, and I'm always nine months. Oh like, man, someone being birthed off my style every night. Oh man, oh you know man. What I'm saying like every other week, I'm looking around. There's someone who's come trying to come up off my style. Man, when Nikki had that run, different. Fam, Nikki's run was actually crazy. Every song she dropped. It's different. I and again. Could, I wish she could have had that moment for life. <laughs> hey, man, I'm here all week. Get out. Every Thursday. Every Thursday. I'm never leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And you know that's God. off the dome because I had no idea what we were talking about today. <laughs> I'm so annoyed because I had a little wavy point <laughs> lined up. <laughs> and this nigga just took me out of my whole zone. <laughs> and now I have to go to the bench. 
go go sit back, figure out. <laughs> oh man, I had such a good point. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh nah. Fam, that Nikki run, that was really a point. There was a point there where no no joke. She was literally without a doubt, there was always a hit from Nikki. Literally every month for for a moment there, there was always a new hit. What's your favorite Nikki song? Always a new hit. Or My like favorite Nikki song that she's been on. Like, what's your favorite? Let me say, what's your favorite Nikki performance? So then it can just be anytime you. Mm. This nigga, nigga swears he works for the Grammys by Never. performance. <laughs> um, mm, that's a good question. I think um, by default. Mm, maybe it's not my favorite, but it's the one where I think is the most impactful would be Monster. Because I remember hearing Monster for the first time and wow. thinking, oh no, she's not playing. Wow. Like, in fact, you said it. She was on the song with Kanye West, who at the time, greatest rapper alive, mm-hmm. coming off of literally, it was on his best album. Mm-hmm. Um, he had Jay Z on there, on there, who. You know what we think of Jay Z here. If you don't, then listen to any other podcast, and we'll tell you. This is the past three episodes. <laughs> we have spoken so highly of Jay Z. Um, you have Rick Ross. Where again, if you don't know what we think of J- Rick Ross, listen to any any episode that we've yes. released. I'm sure we've said something about Rick Ross. My episode. Um, who else was on that song? Was it just those three? Mm-hmm. Am I forgetting someone? Yeah, hmm? Kanye, Rick Ross, Nicky, and then Jay Z, and then Nicky came on. And she does what Kendrick does, where the whole song changes for her. Mm-hmm. And it has a whole different vibe. And I remember when I heard that for the first time, I said, wow, wow, let me listen to this whole song again just for this part, for this part alone. Like everyone else went crazy, but no, I need to listen to this part again. Um, yeah, no, I think that's her best performance. If you're asking me what my favorite Nicki Minaj performance is, my favorite would probably have to be what's that song um your love your love yeah. what song is that is that your love it's just your love yeah look at me that 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 i said whoa i said you got spunk you you got spunk oh my goodness oh my goodness i said yep Yep, this watch is queen. <laughs> oh my, what about you? Hey, Egyptian, tell her Fugwa. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> Inject it, man. You want to hold you? <laughs> I'm gonna no, lose it. No, you know what that song did in the St. Paul streets? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> that song pre pre Nicki Minaj remix. Oh my god! Crazy. Then oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah, different, different. You know what? Yeah, the moment I realized that Nikki was on a different level, and this is going to sound mm-hmm. really late, but like mm-hmm. I had to see it to believe it. So it was in year 12. So I'm in Shenley, right? Mm-hmm. And you've been to Shenley. You, you went to, yeah, you've been to Shenley. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know the fishbowl where six mm-hmm. was, right? So like, yeah. whole, like six one was pretty much in the fishbowl. And at the start of year 12, we had speakers that would work in. And mm-hmm. so someone, I think it was Hibba was playing music, was on orcs, playing music on the speakers. 
Now, why she was on Hawks, I don't know. In fact, let me not say that. I had really good taste in music. <laughs> but I would have preferred to have been on Hawks, especially in 2013 mm. 14, because I was on a run. I was on yep. a run. Mm-hmm. I, was, I, was, mm-hmm. I was different on the Hawks at that point. <laughs> but she was on Hawks. And space. Is it star, Starships come up? Was yeah, it, yeah. Is that the one I'm thinking? Starships, about? yeah. Starships come up. Mm-hmm. I watched every woman in that room. Black, white, Asian, Hispanic, every woman. No, what I'm not. I, I'm not. It, it's not hyperbolic when I say I watched every woman in that room. Mm. Spit all three verses. Oh man, bar for bar. <laughs> and that was when I just. Sat, I was literally just. I was in awe. Like you, you know, mm. when shit's just happening around you, and you're not really realizing. Yep. Like that was just happening. And then there was a moment where I just realized, yo, every, I looked, I was like, yo, every corner of this room is spitting this song. Spitting <laughs> it aloud, or whether they're just spitting it in the south to that Bam. room. Every single corner of this room knows this song. Like, Nikki was so different. Many different identities in this room, yet this one song is bringing mm. everyone together in unison. Fam, she had a stranglehold, a stranglehold. Over literally just everyone at one point. It was absolutely different. It was absolutely man like, to the point where my arch and my arch nemesis in this in this life pool tried to ruin her and he couldn't do it. I think she's the she's the only artist that David Guetta couldn't ruin. <laughs> on my life, if I ever see David Guetta was on site, on my life, clip this, send it to him. If I catch you lacking. <laughs> Get out, get out, get out. <laughs> How are you beefing a Swede? <laughs> because did you see what he did to Flowrider? Hmm? <laughs> man, man, we talk about Nicki Minaj. Man. We'll talk about Nicki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love you, man. Mm. She's solidified in the game. She's solidified yeah. in the game. Easily, easily. Pull. I'm taking someone else. Um, man, man. <laughs> if we're talking about artists who can rap, who have been rapping for years, who are solidified in the game, who are legends, icon status, Paul. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tell me what you think about the artist known as Missy Elliott. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> That's exactly what I mean. That's crazy. Thing. Oh my god! <laughs> put my thing down. It. Oh, <laughs> it's Paul. How? No, 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 Paul. How crazy did you go when you found out that it was literally reverse? No, it's, no, it's ridiculous. The artistry is insane. And oh is, my god! That is Missy Elliott in, in a nutshell. Like we can Bam, end that segment with that sentence. Bam, that fact came out. The next year, she was in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, <laughs> they said, "Okay, that's enough." That's, yeah, let's stop messing about with this woman. <laughs> oh my god, what's your um? I mean, as we've done for everyone else, what's your earliest? What's one of your earliest memories of Missy Elliott? Get your freak on being on MTV Base every single minute of the day. Yep. That video, yep. Spit in your face. <sighs> Oh my and god. Oh <laughs> you know that video gave me nightmares. Like yeah. legitimate nightmares. Yeah, you're preaching right now. <laughs> that video was 
horrifying as a child. Oh my god, fam, when she said quiet and her neck, I said, ah, god. No, no teacher has made me be quiet the way Missy has been saying quiet made me be quiet. Because they didn't have the beat cut off. <laughs> Where's your authority? Yo, if you weren't listening to the song, you then had to mm. listen because all of a sudden there's no more song player. Yep. Yep. Fam. <laughs> she said, no, 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 you're not listening properly. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nah, I think. <laughs> Man, Missy Elliott is one of those artists that does not play around with the word artist at all. Now, repeat that, repeat that, because I don't think the people at home heard you. Fam, Missy Elliott yep. is one of those artists that does not play around with the word artist. That's facts. Fam, every single aspect of what she does, the beat, the lyricism, the music video, mm-hmm. trifecta, every single time is going to be perfection. Man, she does not play. There are visuals that Missy Elliott has released that, fam, we just said it, like, they're going to be trapped in our minds forever. Forever. She's she's another one. You see Timberland, yeah? Mm-hmm. Why Timberland, I think, was so successful in the early 2000s is because his beats sound like 2023. Or what niggas in mm. 2003 thought 2023 was going to sound like, right? So when mm-hmm. you think of, like, the dirt off your shoulder beat mm. and project it, like, that beat in 2003 makes no sense. Mm. It felt like 20 years down the line. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's that's Missy's video. Mm. Like, mm. get your freak on. Oh my this god, video actually doesn't make sense in two thousand and one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually crazy because that music video had no business being that abstract. Yet, do you know what I mean? That amazing. Even like everybody here, get it out of control. Get oh my goodness! After, what? That video, oh my goodness, and the way that flips from different scenes like um, had no business being out in 2005. Even I can't stand the rain, like some of these songs, and and the ability to make music for like 10, 20, and again, it just goes to like timeless nature of music that we're talking mm. about, and like why some of the women that we're mentioning have been able to stand the test of time. <clears throat> And will continue to like the ability to project yourself 20 years into the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fam, that's something I think um something that's separate from some of the artists that we've spoken about today, anyway. Um, and I think is one of the most impressive things in the world mm-hmm. is that Missy Elliott had her run, had the run that put her in the Hall of Fame. Yes, sir. Like legitimately inside the Hall of Fame. But then Missy Elliott can still hop on, um, it's not Flo Millie, it's um, Brie Runway, can still hop on a Brie Runway feature in 2021. Facts. And it'd be crazy. Facts. Like, she's someone who understands how to make timeless music and just carries on doing it. Facts. But that's what, <laughs> that's what you need to be able to do to get into the Hall of Fame, so it's not a shock. That's absolutely true. Yeah, you know what, while we're here, um, I feel like it's only right that I use my platform on this podcast mm. to give out some flowers. Mm. Michelle Williams. Oh my goodness. Some of you are saying, who's Michelle Williams? 
That's crazy. I want all of you. I want all of you. To <laughs> Don't ever come back. <laughs> I want all of you. And then your gun and your badge, Sarah. Hey, I'm gonna need you to clock out for me. Hey, clock, sign, sign out. Clock out. Sign out for me. No, no. Go ahead. Sign out. Go ahead. Sign out. Um, Michelle Williams. I want to celebrate Michelle. Michelle will fuck up a bridge, bro. Oh, bro. Bro. Michelle's like, girl, take a good look at yourself. Oh my god. You he got you going through hell. You, you know what I mean? Like, we never seen you down like that. Yo. What you mean you Yo. don't need us to help? Oh we my god. Each other too well. No, Michelle. And people had the nerve to say she was ready. Are you crazy? Bro. Yo, Michelle came on violence every time. Every, every time. time. Every time. Oh my god. Oh my god. Honestly, if she if she was around from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about a different group. Yep. Easily. We're talking about Easily. a different group. What 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 are your memories of Destiny's Child? Of Destiny's Child. Oof. Yeah, talk to me about um, Destiny's Child. Because I don't think that I don't think I actually don't think that like the story of women in mm-hmm. can be told about Destiny's Child. Like we're being honest. No, yeah, that's facts. That's facts. That's pure facts. Um, man, my earliest memory of Destiny's Child is from before they were even just three girls. <laughs> my earliest memory of Destiny's Child is watching that music video for Bills, Bills, Bills. Come on. And <laughs> oh my goodness, telephone. I don't think you do. So, you and me are through. And if that's not what I'm teaching my daughter, Listen, then what am no, I teaching her? But that's also what I'm teaching my son. That's fine because I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. What's happening? <laughs> at all, at all. No, no, no. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> Listen to me. I was singing the song, but no, no, no. You're preaching to the wrong person. <laughs> Earn a living yourself. <laughs> like, where's your independence? Gone. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> the same group that said independence. <laughs> yo, yo. So, <laughs> you guys are mega superstars for what? For what? If you're not going to pay your own bills, for what? For what? <laughs> <laughs> but even think about it. let's say let's say that me the regular guy right mm. is dating the mega star. do you know what bills you you're costing up fam fam <laughs> you you, have you a are a bill <laughs> you have a chef do you think i can afford your gas oh my god oh my god <laughs> no no because paul it's as simple as this right especially in this 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 uk let's because right now they're talking about america in this this uk mm-hmm. if you're this mega superstar that you're talking about Chances are you live somewhere in London. No, Do you know how much it costs to just be in London? That's it. Bro, the moment you step off a train or a car or whatever transport got you into London, you've spent £150. Paul. The exact second. As soon as your foot steps on that line, £150. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. What, you're hungry? (laughs) I (laughs) The exact same coffee Mm -hmm. cost you £3.50. Mm-hmm. In in what's what's just outside of London, Milton Keynes, Sha. Mm. <laughs> exact same coffee in a smaller size mm. in London is now mm. costing you seven pound eighty. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I'm the one to pay your bills, <laughs> <laughs> my friend. <laughs> I can't. I actually can't. I can't pay your bills. I can't. I can't bill. I can't pay your telephone bills. <laughs> then maybe we just can't show. 
At all. At all. I'm not even, I'm not fussed. I'm not fussed. <laughs> I'm just not in your tax bracket. <laughs> oh my God. They said, it's not even that I ended that phone bill. They said my automobile. Automobile. So you yourself, you got your car on finance. <laughs> let's, let's talk about it. <laughs> That's how we're going to stare at each other. <laughs> <laughs> now you're looking me. at me to come that and pay. Me. I'm taking off the glasses. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know? And then it's crazy because a decade later, they'll be come crying about. I need a soldier. When oh my god! Stand up for me, absolutely. Not. Oh my god! That car that I just made up, <laughs> let it stand up for you. Yo, you see that music video for soldier? <laughs> None of those niggas are paying your automobile. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah those niggas won't even open your front door, let alone pay <laughs> your <laughs> bills. Let me chill. <laughs> oh man, that was funny. That's funny. But now, nah, yeah, my earliest memory of Destiny Child is Bill's business. <laughs> what about you, man? What's your earliest memory? It's not my earliest memory, but probably one of my favorite memories mm-hmm. is um, Independent Woman for the Charlie's Angel soundtrack. Mm-hmm. That video. Mm-hmm. I fucked with that. Yeah. I, I remember watching that with my mum and my mum breaking down to me why it was a Charlie's Angels reference. Because mm-hmm. Lord knows I still haven't watched Charlie's Angels. Nah, I mean never. <laughs> Man, that was a solid they that's the thing. And it's um it's a common thread with all the people we've spoken about today. Um, which is crazy. I think it's just a common thread with women in general. Their music videos be hitting. Because even till today, huh? They have to hit it out of the park. Yeah, it's crazy it's crazy because obviously missy elliott stands alone with some of the greatest music videos of all time mm-hmm. um but then you go back and you listen you watch um Nicki minaj music videos crazy mm-hmm. um you go back who else have we spoken about today tlc's music videos crazy swv's music videos but iconic do you, know, do you know what's also happened though even mm. when you're saying that the, look at how that's transitioned to the stage now too yeah yeah like yeah you know like Forget Beyonce's performances, right? You, mm-hmm. ever, seen, you ever seen Solange perform? Oh my goodness! You ever seen clips of Solange perform? Oh my goodness! It's art. It's literally, literally art on stage. It's different. Like you have you if you ever you you watch that you watch that Jasmine Sullivan video. Oh man! Oh you man! I've heard just in the house. Oh the, man! The way it was put together was like another level. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? Like it's mm. It, mm. it the the way they project their like their detail and their, their their attention to detail and the meaning behind their art they take the meaning to the art so very seriously mm. and i think mm. it's something that i really appreciate about women in this art mm. is like no. the, in, the the intentionalness of that art mm. i hear that i hear that that's a fact that is a fact however in also saying that um there is a current agenda on Twitter that I just cannot stand for, I will not stand for, which is that um men don't know how to perform and all they do is rap and jump along to their songs. And um I'm going to ledge and say that you're bugging if that's your stance. Um 
sometimes that's the best thing for the song. I know that I personally haven't been to a Travis Scott concert, but I know you've been. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a better way for him to perform half his songs than just creating that that level of energy, that contagious energy that makes you watch it from home and say, I need to be there right now. The people who are saying that, that mm-hmm. don't know how to perform, mm-hmm. haven't seen Tyler the Creator. And yeah, that's all, at that's all. all I, that's all I need to say. About yeah, that. yeah. Tyler the Creator puts on a show. Listen, Tyler Creator played the piano. Huh. Huh. Tyler, as Tyler the Creator performed in a wig Bam, and a I, suit I watched Kanye West perform in a bejeweled mask oh my god oh my god fam do you know what's so crazy because we had that whole section right mm-hmm. where we spoke about the Kanye West concert mm-hmm. and I don't know how it skipped my mind I thought about it literally the day after we recorded and I was so annoyed that I didn't mention it um so how many years have passed since then? That was, what, 2014, 2015? 2014, 2014 right? So what, that's seven years? Seven yeah. years? Only seven years in June. Okay. Yeah. So this much time has passed, Paul. Did Kanye West make it rain that day? <laughs> because... Forecast is nice. Fam, that must be one of the most crazy because he changed the background the background was fire mm-hmm. and then it changed to a waterfall mm-hmm. and then he walked up to the keyboard and ding 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 and a raindrop hit my face yeah and it started running <laughs> and it was done by the time the song was finished Bam. Like, yo, I can't explain what happened you had to be there you had to be there. Really, you had to be there, moment. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how many times I've tried to explain to people that I think he made it rain and they look at me like I'm insane? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I know I sound crazy. Because Kanye was making it rain on you as well. <laughs> Wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we can't record at night. <laughs> <We> can... <laughs> Let's go. <out> here. <laughs> Destiny's child. crazy. They didn't mm. fulfill their destiny. <laughs> Yo, I love the album title. I didn't. I genuinely think, mm. like, we're laughing. I think that's the one. Like, for that to be your go away album, and you, mm. Destiny's been fulfilled. Like, man, man, man. That ain't no regular crack. That's that government crack. You <laughs> had to be that. That you, you, you have to be on that to for that to be fam. Man. That was such a fact for them to sign off like that. I love it. I love it. It's something that we don't even really get anymore. Even though I can't really think of too many people who recently retired. Joe Burden. is the only person I can think of, but he's not someone who I expected a graceful exit with. He just ain't told y'all niggas. <laughs> nah, Rihanna's fully retired. Rihanna's Ken- done. Kendrick took his ball and went home. Like, no, no, Kendrick, don't say that. Kendrick has <laughs> retired and just hasn't told me that. Listen, like, you don't want me to cry on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Kendrick's dropping the album this year. Bro, Kendrick don't even talk to Top Dog no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Nah. Fam, Rihanna's the only other person I can think of who's like fully retired at this point. Man, has no intention of making what, music. What a career. 
Fam, fam. Because Rihanna's one of those artists who just got better and better and better. I was talking to someone about Rihanna recently, yeah, and like mm-hmm. they said something so poignant. You see the song Pond the Replay mm-hmm. when it came out. It was so different. Yeah. Right? Like it was mm-hmm. so different. It was it was something that like mainstream music had never really seen or heard before. Mm-hmm. And then you see the song Man Down. Mm-hmm. So different. It was something that mainstream music had never really seen or heard before. Yep. And then you see the song What's My Name? Oh my god. And it was so different. Mm-hmm. It was something that mainstream music had never really seen before. Yep. And then you see the song Rude Boy. Oh my god. And it was so different. Oh my god. It was something that mainstream music had never really seen before, right? <laughs> At all. Mm. And then you see the song Work. Mm. Oh my how god. That was. Oh my and goodness. Yo, that is that woman's whole career. Fam. Not Fam, she... Oh, my God. That's a... It's crazy because she came in and she was literally just... She's one of those people who was a dominant force from the moment she came in. She was shy. And she had a stretch because the first time I heard Rihanna, I was in primary school. Yeah. The last time I heard Rihanna, I was literally going to open days for universities. In first year. Fam, Rihanna was making music, has been making music the majority of my life, Facts. which is why now is such a weird time for me. Honestly, I think everything is going wrong because Rihanna stopped making music, I'll be honest. Um, but <clears throat> let me not put the blame on her. Oh, man. But now, nah, fam, Rihanna is one of those people who... She's a juggernaut. She's a juggernaut for real. And you know she's a juggernaut because Rihanna is the only person who I know who can, well, maybe not the only person, but she's one of the few people I know who can um, take a break from making music after releasing one one of the best projects the year that she made music last. And people will be absolutely clamoring for music at every opportunity they get. Um, I don't think a month passes by. I don't think I hear Rihanna say anything or make any type of appearance without people clamoring for that next album. That's where for it. And... That's the status that she's at because every time she every time she drops music, it pushes the boundaries of where it goes, and she like creates a sound, she creates a vibe that like we don't really get from anyone else. And Mm. just even outside of music, how authentically her she always is, like seeing her at basketball games, like heckling Mm. players that aren't LeBron James, like her love for LeBron James, like (laughs) seeing her at award shows, like I got Sarasky crystals on my tips, Mm. like. Rihanna is just a presence, and mm. the music, the music scene misses her. Yeah, desperately, desperately. Yeah. This is why I need. See, I want everyone to support. I need everyone to support Fenty. Um, me personally, if I could, well, no, I can because she has more products out now, in it. Yeah, I'm supporting Fenty. I want everyone to support Fenty. At the same time, I want everyone to boycott that shit because she's making too much money there to ever come back to music, and it breaks my heart. It really does break my heart. Uh, I don't. We may never get another Rihanna project again, but if we don't, it's mm. um, it's okay because she left us with a body of work which, like, oh man, stands so far. It's still it, it's still part of like that bar that we mm-hmm. judge other like female R and B albums with, and. You know, one of the themes of this segment has just been the timeless nature of people's music. Mm. Um, whether it's TLC, 
Nisi Elliot, SWV, Nicki Minaj, Lil Kim, Destiny's Child. Mm. Like we started off the segment by playing some Will Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raheem knows um, if if on a different podcast on a different day we'd probably use a segment to talk to you about Mariah Carey for four hours, man, man. Andy Norwood for four hours, <laughs> Janet Jackson for six hours. Right? Yup. And I think the 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 biggest thing to say is just like this scene is nothing without women. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, no music scene is where it is without women. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, we talk about the Michaels, but next to the Michaels, there's the Aretha Franklins. Yeah. The James Browns, and next to the James Browns, there's Diana Ross. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, even look at, you know, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. Yeah, we talk about LL Cool J. Mary J. Blige is right there next to him. Right there. Yeah, we talk about Jay-Z. Diane Warwick is right there next to him. Oh, man. Yeah. We talk about fellow Kuti. Tina Turner, right? Tina Turner, Shaka Khan, right there next to him. Like, My goodness. The, the presence of women and black women in this music scene is so important and the battles mm. that they fight together are out there um, I'm happy that some of those battles are like alleviated some mm. need to be alleviated even more yeah and because the art that they produce is special it's sensational and when mm. they're given the freedom to create they create music like this Come fluttering in front of Valentine Can never stop me, no, 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 no I know you try to I come riding in on a pale white horse And in now I feel less fortunate I do advise you run in back Running out back when you're breaking it down for me Cause I can hear you two times Running on back, will it ever make sense to me? I got to do things my own way, darling Will you ever let so every bougie event I attend, I tell him this Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black Yeah, uh-huh, yeah Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black Yo, 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 look, look Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black Spent about two racks on handmade new racks Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black That's everybody from sports to college class to rap Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black my soul See me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black And now I know See me, I'm rooting for In my soul I ain't gonna Gonna know I need you to know mm. So we started off today's podcast um, You know, talking about The challenges that women face in society And the fact that there needs to be a breakdown Of the patriarchal superstructures That make it seemed like women have a lesser place in society. And for this week's Sumi, I want to shout out an organization based in Nigeria called the Man Up Initiative. Um, mm. Man Up is, a, is an initiative which aims to challenge the values of 21st century men and aid in redefining and shifting these values to help us grow and change and become a different society, a better conglomerate of people for wider society. Um, it's about doing away with the the negative um, repercussions of toxic masculinity doing away with the negative stereotypes of what a man is and what men's role is and what men's place is opening up safe space for men to talk and hash hash things out and have conversations so that we can go out into society and be more well-rounded and well-reformed and 
whole people so that we're not going out in society and committing heinous criminal crime. And it's a spot of ensuring that men are able to hold each other accountable um, and set a guideline by which men should be accountable to. Um, Man Up Initiative and all their links will be in the description. And I deeply encourage everyone to go and look at what they do. Mm. And just to align yourself with that organization because they're doing great works. Um, and really to see, again, it's just a call to all men to look internally at what you do and what the people around you do. Mm. What we can do is create a better space for the women in this world, let alone the women in your life. Mm. And, you know, that's what we got. But on top of that, man, we love and appreciate every single one of you. And um, like, like the song says, I need you to know. You're so beautiful. Who a decade or better giving niggas decadent rap? Respect is in order, and if you hate me, better do it loud. I root mm. everybody black, but haters say that's crazy. Wow. Man. Yo. Yo, because Wale was going crazy, Paul. Because, Paul, those aren't, like, mediocre bars. Like, Wale was really rapping from his heart. It's hot. But Kelly Price, I don't care. I'm a sing. And I'm a riff. And I'm a... <laughs> I'm making these niggas fall in love with my voice right now. <laughs> she said, I need you to know you're so... <laughs> Let me chill. No, but on top of that, man, I need you to know about these songs, these artists and these albums that we're here to recommend to you for the week because it's that time mm. of the podcast where we delve deep into our music libraries mm. and pull out something that we feel you at home should be going away and listening to throughout the week. Um, Kex, what you got for the people? Man, um, I have a song for you guys that I can only explain or describe as a song that's just pure excellence um when it comes to setting the vibe yeah no this is the one um the song is called dripping by lj and as i've used to describe a number of elite songs that do the same thing it's a vibe and it's a bop um i think everyone needs to have this in their discography if you haven't heard it go and listen to it if you have heard it listen to that again it is it's such a vibe it's just such a vibe um yeah, go and enjoy that, man. Paul, what do you have? Man, in the vein of, you know, celebrating women and speaking on women, I'm going to recommend the song Rainforest by No Name. Um, mm. No Name, artist who I talk about all the time on this podcast. Rainforest is a song that just came out in the month of February 2021 and really touches upon a lot. That was deep into a lot of serious issues, which um, I support. One of my favourite lines on there, how you make excuses for billionaires you broke on the bus, um, mm. which is something that, I, I religiously talk about it to people in my circles. Um, so I would employ everyone to go away and listen to that. That's Rainforest by No Name. Mm. Okay. And really, that's it. That's the part. It's <laughs> like that. It's 23 up. Oh my God. So the next one's 24. 
Man. More importantly than that, so we surpass Marvel. MC, you better put some respect on my damn name for real. Kevin Feige, I don't know who you think you are, man. At all. At all. Because you've been moving nuts. But let me chill out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is how you know we have to wrap up. This is why we cannot record after 7 p.m. It doesn't That's make sense. It doesn't make sense, man. <laughs> I can't get over the fact that we accidentally helped into a whole deep dive on <laughs> what, what they call themselves. Horoscopes. <laughs> Witches, that's what they call themselves. Twitches. <laughs> I said <witchy>. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> let's wrap up, man. Let's Raven wrap Baxter up. And, Raven Baxter and that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that one, Raven. You guys. <laughs> no, it's funny. All these horoscope people, I promise you, not one of them studied astronomy. So that's for a different podcast. Yo. <laughs> Nigeria never carries loud pool play. Play the music, play. Nigeria never carries loud. Uh. Uh-huh. Yeah. my word swimming in women with their own condominiums five plus fives who drive millenniums it's all about the benjamins what i get a 50 pound bag of oof for the mutts five carrots on my hands with the cuts and something I european croaked out with the clutch bro, nigga. drinking more liquor driving a bro bigger i'm with most sippers watched by gold diggers rocking bajor denims with gold zippers lost your touch we kept owls popping crystals freaking the three-quarter reptiles enormous cream forest green binge g for my team so while you sleep i'm a scheme you see through so why nobody never gonna believe you you should do what we do stack chips like hebrews don't let the melody intrigue you because i'll leave you i'm only here for that green paper with i'm strictly trying to cop those colossal size picassos and have poppy flip coke outside they got those they end up with cash flowing like sosa and the latin chick transporting in a chocha stampeding over prop modes never sober flexing range rovers dealing weight by minnesota avoiding arcs with camcorders and chevy novas stash in the building with this chick named alona from daytona when i was young i want the boner but now i only hit chicks who win beauty passions tricking and taking me skin at the aspens uh gangsta mint house stay popping crystal pack a black pistol and the act coupe the dark brown pinky ringing gondolas with the man singing italian music down the river with your chick clinging to my bizzles player you mad for Acting hard when you was pussy as RuPaul's Come on It's all about the Benjamins, baby uh-huh. What y'all wanna do? Wanna be ballers, shot callers, brawlers. We be dipping in the bins with the spoilers. On the low from the J in the toilet. When the bumble with the B, I 
Huh? Throw a hex yeah. on the whole family. Yeah, yeah. Dressed in all black like the omen. Same Have your friends singing, this is for my homies. And you know me for making niggas so sick. Lost in my six with the necks on the wrist. If it's murder, you know she wrote it. Uh-huh. German Ruger for your ass, bitch, deep throated. Know you wanna feel the rule, cause it's platinum coated. Take your pick, got a firearm, you should've told it. Suck a dick. All that bullshit you kick, play a hatin' from the sideline. Get your own shit. Why you ridin' mine? Uh-huh. I'm a good fella, kinda late. Stash the 80s in Mercedes. Puffy, hold me down, baby. Only female in my crew. And I kick shit like a uh, nigga do. Uh, Pull the trigger uh, to uh, fuck you. I've been had skills, crystal still, hot bills in Brazil. About a mill of ice grill, make it hard to figure me. Liquor be kicking me in my asshole. Undercover, Donnie Brass Bowl. That's my East Coast girl, the Bentley, the twirl. My West Coast shorty, push the chrome 740. Rockin' red man and naughty. Oh, with my kitty cat, half a brick of gay. In the bra, with her titties at. And I'm living that whole life we push weight. Uh-huh. Fuck the state, pen, fuck holes in Penn State. Listen close, it's Francis, the praying mantis. Attack with the map, my left hand spit. Right hand grip on the whip for the smooth getaway. Player haters, get away, or my lead will spray. Squeeze off till I'm empty, don't tempt me. Only to hell I send thee. All about the Benji's ride. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's all about the Benjamins, 